Renegade Nation, for a noticeably smooth shave, join Dollar Shave Club today. The Dollar Shave Club starter set includes razors, prep scrub, shave butter, and post-shave dew. All for just $9 on your first box. That's right, just $9. And the best part, Renegade Nation, your box gets delivered straight to your door with free shipping. See why millions trust Dollar Shave Club for all their shaving and grooming needs. Get shaving and grooming products when you need it. And don't wait. Get the ultimate shave starter set from Dollar Shave Club today for just $9. This offer is limited to U.S. residents only. Just go to dollarshaveclub.com, Renegade Talk Radio. That's dollarshaveclub.com, Renegade Talk Radio. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Free Talk Live. And we're back. Hey. And he's back. That's a familiar voice that you haven't heard in a couple of Sundays. I know. Had to do the whole Ren Fair thing last week, Sunday. Yeah. Is there a corresponding Stimpy Fair? I wish. (laughs) Log, log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. Log, log. It's better than bad. It's good. Uh, Captain's Log, start eight zero five two 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 zero two two. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Sunday night edition. In the studio tonight, I am your host, the Lord Reverend Doctor Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Wow, Steve Classic with you, and Richie Rich. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were like, you know, Esquire means that uh, you're a lawyer. Someone else brought that up. But okay, yes, well, it was brought way, up. I want to clarify that uh, I do say Esquire if you will. So if you won't, that's fine. If, you, if you're if you like, you know what, okay, then you don't. So and you he also brought up that it's fine. covered under parody and all that other stuff. So it, it, you're allowed it, as a comedian. And you have passed the bar. I've... I generally don't pass. <laughs> yeah, the bar. Say, when was the last time you saw pass the, the bar? I generally, just, I generally just go in and, and stop. And, oh, look, a bar. And I'll go in. But uh, yeah, it's not like me to pass the bar. But it's you know, I, I have been sort of abstaining from the alcohol. I'm doing yeah. a doing a diet thing. So you know, whatever, it's fine. Real quick, a big happy birthday to David Olson, this kid. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's his uh, 18th. He's supposed to be calling in at some point. I know. I wanted to jump really? him on it. Oh, you've, you've usurped. I've usurped a happy birthday. Nice. How's that feel? Yes, hopefully he'll be doing some uh, activism, but yeah, we don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> this, Richie Rich, you're, of course, you bring in the zaniest stuff. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. You guys so, got to cover some nonsense so, at some point. So we'll, we'll give in. It's fine. Okay, all right. Uh, we want to talk about this from cron.com c-h-r-o-n not k-r-o-n or c-r-o-n crom <laughs> not yeah. not crom either nasa wants to send news in space. space or to space as it were uh yeah in order in order to attract aliens that's right the full headline nasa wants to send nudes, nudes in, in space, space to attract aliens uh, the images were revealed as part of a study included in NASA's Beacon in the Galaxy project. Whose nudes are they sending? Yeah, first of all. And do they think the aliens are going well, to be attracted keep to humans? The, if we want to keep the aliens away, you might send different pictures. Do they have an alien like from, I don't know, New Mexico in the 50s? I don't know. 
like where they've shown a variety of nudes too, and the alien has been like, "Oh, I like that one." Send that out to space, you know. Or you, oh, don't, if, you uh, if you really want to get into trouble now, right? If you want to keep them away, send that new Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition oh. cover. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Canceled right here. You have no sightings amount, have gone away. No amount of alien would make that attractive. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, so is NASA tax funded still? Like, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah. Pretty sure there's. What does NASA stand for? Theft needed another seven astronauts. Oh, I thought it was never a straight answer. Oh, it's probably both. Okay. Really. Yeah. Um, how did, who decides what's going to be attractive to aliens? That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> <Aliens>. bizarre. <laughs> Aliens. That's why I'm saying, do they have a couple of aliens, you know, that are like, you know, they're paging through the Playboy or whatever. They're doing the market research somewhere. They're they're, they're on, you know, Pornhub or whatever. Like, (laughs) nope, not that one. Yeah, we like that. We're into that, you know, but like. Send it out. How do you know? How do you know? Anyway, the article says, hey, E.T., you up? (laughs) You see what they did there? Another zinger. Uh, NASA is planning on launching nude images into space. As part of its latest attempt to make contact with other intelligent life in the universe. It's not how you attract intelligent life, man. According to a study recently released That's by the thought space. base right there. And, uh, yeah. Uh, however, the proposed unsolicited pictures, right, because otherwise the aliens would have been like, hey, dudes, send nudes. <laughs> Maybe they got that signal in already. You know what we really need? You want us to come down there. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you know, we got your orb from, you know, 1965 or that they sent up into space or whatever, but... Just comes back, yeah, T's or GTFO. Yeah, like, we got the math, we got, you know, the, the pictures that you sent and all that stuff, but like, no nudes. What's up with that? Send some nudes. Anyway, the proposed unsolicited pictures won't be graphic photographs of actual naked humans like you might think. They're sending up dolphins. Monkey, monkeys, maybe, I don't know. Instead, they're basic anatomical drawings of a man and a woman accompanied by depiction of DNA. The humans are waving, likely to make them seem more welcoming to the galaxy and not at all creepy. (laughs) Not at all creepy. (laughs) Sketches were revealed in a study that's part of a NASA project called Beacon in the Galaxy, which aims to spark communication with any alien civilization that might be out there. There's a picture of it. They should entice him with the tentacle porn from Japan, if anything. They're going to be drawing it anyway. (laughs) Look, we've got tentacles too. (laughs) Yes, and and just remember... Is there any uh, dollar figure on this study? I mean, how much would you pay? (laughs) For a drawing? $10,000? They have a drawing here, and it looks like 8-bit art. The old digital... Oh, it's an NFT. You know, I don't even know if this would qualify. As an <laughs> the alien. aliens own it, but they can never, <laughs> never retrieve it. <laughs> they come down and cash it in. It's worth like three Bitcoin. Or <laughs> when they get here a hundred years from now, who right. knows, man? Uh, yeah. The yeah, 21st million one. Like, yeah, we want to buy the earth. We have like four Bitcoin. <laughs> we have this NFT that you sent out to us. <laughs> the transmitted message also includes simple representations of a world map and a diagram about how Earth's gravity works. Great. Just tell them all our secrets. <laughs> How human-centric, too, to only send nudes of humans. There's more the There's monkeys. more species they, here, man. Yeah, they may be into interspecies erotica. If they're going to be attracted by the nudes, they would almost have to be. 
Scientists say the message will be written in binary code, which they believe could be extensively understood by extraterrestrials. Oh, that's going to really piss off the non-binary people. <laughs> You're sending the aliens binary code? You're excluding us from this communication? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Though the concept of mathematics in human terms is potentially unrecognizable to ETI, or Eddie, binary is likely universal across all intelligence, the study reads. Except for when did humans develop binary, like in the last hundred years? I mean... What is it, ones and zeros? Yeah, like yeah. like Morse code? Yeah, it's digital, it's... right? It's a digital technology. Okay. It hasn't been around for very long. I hear you, but I feel like... The either or scenario of binary has been okay, quite yeah, universal. No, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm just thinking of digital technology yes. where they digitize everything into ones and zeros that right. currently exist. Binary has been around for a lot longer than that. Uh, binary, the simplest form of mathematics, as it involves only two opposing states, zero and one, yes or no, black or white, mass or empty space. Male or female. You get the idea. The proposed message also includes basic mathematical and physical concepts to establish Universal means of communication followed by information on the biochemical composition of life on the Earth, the solar system's time, stamp... Okay, I'm. this is all just... Starting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why even go to the trouble of... They obviously paid somebody to make this what looks like 8-bit art, right? I mean... Sports Illustrated has existed. Penthouse has existed. Like they don't need to, you know, recreate. Just put anything. it in the capsule yeah, and just, send it out. Yeah, you know, grab there's it. an anatomy textbook in college stands right now. Right, just send yeah. them the book. Like, right. or send some elementary school textbooks about that. You know, no, <laughs> I don't know. The aliens may, you know, come to the rescue. Who knows? <laughs> this is what they're teaching the kids down here. Yeah, help. All right, <laughs> I- it's an SOS with some nudes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, if I wanted to attract aliens, first of all, I want to be specific and very picky. Do they want to attract the aliens? Well, that's what it says, to attract yes. aliens. attract them. So if I want to attract aliens, first of all, I want to attract aliens that are friendly. Okay. Right? Not ones that want to, like, come here and destroy us all and mm-hmm. take over the planet and enslave us. Not the bots and machine aliens. Right? right. Not, like, so I'm going to send them, like, a problem that we can't solve. Okay. Right? You know, like... Uh, World peace. And the Fed. How Hunger. do we do it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Some sort of uh, a disease that we can't conquer. Monkeypox. You know, something, right? Send them a problem that mankind has yet to solve and see if they come back and be like, oh, dude, here. This is the answer. Yeah. And if they solve it, blame them for causing it in the first place, because otherwise, how would they know? You sound like a politician now. Create the problem and then create the solution and then take credit for it alien overlords that's why they call them overlords 603-283-6160 do you want to attract aliens more free talk live coming up Side and front and front, but I'm not top nor bottom. I prefer top to bottom. If I, if you gun to your head, had to choose, had to choose. Yeah. So I, we're back. Hey, I don't yeah, care. We are back. Uh, this is free <laughs> the talk live. <laughs> free talk live. In case you're wondering what you're listening to, we are not your father's 
radio program. That's good. good. <laughs> Maybe. We've got a cool dad. He might be listening. Well, yeah. that's true. I mean, I'm getting up there in age. so like, We're the cool dad's radio program. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Certainly the most unique dad's radio program uh, that's on the air. 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. Phones are open, as always. Uh, we've been talking about nudes in space. So, so NASA, holler at your boy if you want to send something. Oh, to you had the numbers, didn't you? For NASA, what what, did, what this program cost? Oh, yeah. or was that the, the entire the NASA, NASA program itself in 2020 was like 22.6 billion. That's it. Which That's was, a lot of nudes. Which was 03 <laughs> percent of the annual budget. Point three. Point three of these of these <laughs> six trillion dollar budget. Point three. All these people like they're they're making all this hubbub about uh, Elon Musk gathering up like you know forty four billion or whatever it was to to buy Twitter and they're like with that money he could have ended world hunger and like that amount of money is like a drop in the bucket to, right. for the government budget and so obviously government could have ended world hunger a couple hundred times right. over just in the last couple of years. The weirdest thing about that right is like they said the forty billion dollars from Elon and the initial reports that came out was like well he's so rich that's like going to mcdonald's and just buying like a small french fry like he's not that rich well i mean he's rich but like you know whatever but that's that's like the comparison they were making like him buying twitter is like you buying you know a large fry large fries Mm -hmm. at mcdonald's or whatever maybe so whatever like just let him do his thing and all of a sudden it's like well now you know now it's world hunger money and he should be doing something different with it. Just, he could he could have bought Congress yeah, for a lot, it, lot that, less. That is a bothersome thing to me that happens not only at large scale with something like in the news like Musk buying Twitter, but even on a smaller scale where people want to spend your money. Yes. Like, <laughs> and you have no say in it. And I'm, I mean, yes, of course, government is the biggest perpetrator of that where they steal your money from you without your permission and you don't have any choice. Well, you do have a choice. You can uh, resist and uh, go to jail or resist enough that they kill you. But outside of that, like other people always want to spend your money. They're always well, like super critical of like what you do and how and you live your life. The most ridiculous thing I heard about the Elon thing right on other shows was that those people are so rich. They have so much money. Mm-hmm. That there's no way they could effectively spend it all back into the economy, right? Therefore, because they're incapable of spending it back into the economy efficiently, that that's why the government must step in and steal it from them. Because they do it more efficiently. Because they're better at spending the money. Right. Right. So people are bad at spending money. So let's put a bunch of people who are bad at spending money <laughs> in charge of <laughs> taking money from other people without no. any choice to spend the money that they're bad at. No, the government's good at spending money. No, they're not. Like it's the rich people. Well, yes, they well, are. They, they say that. But. Well, yeah. by good, you mean they're effective at spending ludicrous amounts for no reason at all, like thousands of dollars for a yes. toilet seat and all that stuff. It's very easy for the government to spend money. So all we need to do is like have them steal it from the rich people who won't spend it, and then it gets spent back into the economy. That's the argument. Mm-hmm. I disagree, obviously, but that's, you know. They're good they're at spending money. I they're just, the best. I take issue with people who want to spend other people's money. Yep. It's like, uh, if you don't have money of your own to spend, how about you worry about you? Yeah. You know, look a little inside of, you know, look in the mirror once, pal. Not Especially you, but, children. Yeah. Put the toy down. Jesus. <laughs> don't spend my money like that. So anyway, uh, NASA wants to send nudes to space in order to attract aliens. Um, and before we had the commercials there, uh, I had opined that 
Um, I want to be very specific about the type of aliens. Not you know, I want one with three heads and seventeen arms. No, that's. I mean, I want if you're going to total recall. If you're going to mainstream aliens, yeah. If you're going to attract aliens, let's (laughs) let's attract friendly aliens. Okay. Like, you know, ones that want to be helpful and, uh, you know, perhaps we can trade with and learn stuff from and that kind of thing. Not ones that uh, are going to be violent and be like, oh, look, food, right? Benevolent benevolent overlords. I don't even want them to be overlords. I just, you know, I mean, who wants overlords? Not me. Do you? No. Do you? So if more aliens show up, they'll say the program worked. We need more money to attract more aliens and they'll get more money to send more. And it's. I don't know. Or, I, or if no aliens show up, they didn't spend enough. Also, and they'll get more money. Like the desire, Would there be a hillbilly rocket to stop them at the border of Earth. <laughs> also, the desire, at the border of Earth, the desire to attract aliens to me seems well alien. Like first of all, human beings aren't even smart enough, capable enough to not alienate their own people. It's hard enough to attract each other at this point. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, so, like, this desire, I have this theory that the aliens haven't really shown themselves to us because they've taken a look at our society and they're like, no, they're no way, yet. they are, no, uh-uh, we ain't going, they, here's what they do, they breed and they conquer. Those are the two things that this planet is really good at, breeding and conquering. And they don't they want, want us. Any, yeah, they they don't want us to like take over their planet or their ships or oh, their. Just you know. wait, we'll figure it out, and we're coming for you, <laughs> alien. <laughs> Especially at the rate that humans breed. Yeah. Right. So uh, there was a comedian. I'm not sure if it was. I think it was Carlin, who said, uh, "When Mother Earth is done with humans, it's going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas," <laughs> uh, which I believe. But also, uh, somebody made a, an analogy that human beings are more akin to cockroaches. As okay. far as primates are concerned, because of the way we breed and how we adapt and overcome our environments and our survivability and all that kind of stuff. So it's an interesting analogy. Are we really breeding that much more, though? I mean, the, the baby boomers get the name because they've like bred the most and thought it's like slowed down since then. Yeah, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, and it probably has slowed down since the baby boomers, of Producers course. On but, but, I mean, the world population is still at an all-time high. Yeah. So, well, they've got that figured out coming up. Well, until the baby boomers die off, and then it's going to take a precipitous dive. Yeah. We shall see. Mm. Unless, of course, theoretically, start breeding with aliens. Ah, oh, my goodness. That might work. And then that, that, that brings like racism into a whole different light, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> Bilingual babies. <laughs> By species. Yeah. Ooh. Chimeras. Isn't that the word? Is that the right term? Uh, maybe. Chimera okay. is a metal band, but you know. Okay. I just know that because I'm a metal guy. I thought that human was like hybrid. the part human hybrid. I think you are correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Does the producer say you're I'm correct? I'm getting a nod from getting the producer. A nod from the okay. Producer? okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you, producer. Uh, so, I, I don't know, this whole desire of NASA to attract aliens, like, I, to what? Shoot them down? Like, torture them? Depends if they come bearing <laughs> gifts or if they come bearing Even weapons. Even if they do, what do you think government's going to do with them? Do you think they're going to be like, oh, hey, buddy, shake a hand and put an arm around him, introduce him to the world? No. no they're they're going to dissect them. They're going to put them, you know. They're going to hit them up for campaign funds. Aliens, if you're listening, just don't come. It's not, <laughs> not worth it. Humankind is not ready for it yet. Pull out of Earth. <laughs> Definitely. Coming up, we'll talk about prank calling your politicians. More coming up. Free Talk Live. 
Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. That's right. He said it, and boy, how. So it must be true. <laughs> boy, howdy. <laughs> no, boy, how. Boy, how. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, that's right. It's my Indian name. <laughs> Mine is uh, Wampamanam Squaw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on first? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait, he's on second. Six zero three two eight three. Six one six zero six zero three two eight three six one six zero. That is the telephone number here to this radio show. It's called Free Talk Live, where we bring you uh, all sorts of fun, but generally speaking, from the perspective of liberty, peace, and freedom, and prosperity, and some other words that I probably shouldn't say on the radio. Whatever, whatever the buzzwords that the consultant said to use. N- Correct, yes, yes. Insert consultant buzzwords here. Yep. Coming up That's next. That's what it says in front of me. Uh, in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. Richie Rich had a uh, vacation. You were at, uh, not Stimpy Fair, but Ren Fair? The Ren Fair, yes. So did, did you, do you feel renaissanced? Are you a renaissance man? Um, eh. Like, you? I had fun. Okay. I definitely had fun. All right, good, it was a good. smaller fair. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. I would probably go back. Um, I don't want to say, like, it's my thing. Right, like I'm not going to, you know, get in full Renaissance costume. Yeah, um, yeah, but they did some like sword fighting demonstrations and some. Yeah, one thing. Okay, I will say this: like one complaint that there's like a black powder firearm or not firearm demonstration, and man, if there was no balls in the in the <laughs> black powder pistols, like even if there weren't, yeah. right, the the safety protocols was a little lacking. <laughs> a little questionable. <laughs> a little questionable. Yeah. Well, like I'm, I'm, sitting front, I'm sitting front row, man, and like they, they demoed like three pistols, Playing and I right got flagged like three times. Uh, so, did you have uh, a lot of mead? Uh, I don't drink, so I had, oh. I, How about, did you have I had a, some fresh-squeezed lemonade. Did you oh. walk around with like a giant turkey leg? Oh, this yeah. one did not have the turkey leg. What? Right? Wow. Oh, I was that's... told I have to go to another Ren Fair to get the turkey leg. How do you have a Ren Fair with... All right, well... Talk anyway, to the producers. Uh, I want to tell you guys that it, since, you know, <laughs> perhaps Ren Fair that you've attended wasn't as entertaining as you'd liked it to be, you can attend ForkFest 2022. You can join liberty-minded voluntarist anarchists and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd 
for the sixth annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. And hell, wear your Renaissance gear. No one's going to say uh, anything. Yeah, I mean, you're free to do all it. In fact, you could have your own Renaissance Fair within Fork Fest itself. If that's an event that you wanted to put on, feel free to do so. Yeah. Because Fork Fest is decentralized, which means no one's in charge. There's no ticket cost. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your campsite, your RV site, or your motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. I can't think of a better place to celebrate Independence Day weekend than around other freedom-loving individuals and activists here in New Hampshire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party, where you can find links to the Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest forum. Again, ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. Come party with us, ForkFest.Party. This is Free Talk Live, so let's go to the phones. We have Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. Um, Listen, the, the, the idea... That it that the the state somehow deserves the money that was produced by uh, you know the good work of an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. no matter how you know high the total is of of any of that, or even any laborer for that matter. Well, exactly. I, you know, I mean, do, do, are we against slavery or are we for it? I mean, you give it, you give it to the government, and that's going to produce slavery. Well, well, you, you give it to Elon Musk, or you let Elon Musk spend it as he will. If he doesn't and, spend uh, it, though, know, it's just taken yeah. out of the economy, just gone, poof, well, gone from well, everybody. Can't be well, done anything with. Happens. That's exactly what happens when you give it to the government. It 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 disappears more effectively that way than any other way. Well, if they can just keep printing money, why do we have to pay taxes? Just keep printing it. Why? You know, keep, why? keep it. Going to get disappeared with questions like that? Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a control feature. That's why. That's exactly right. It is a control and, feature. And I, I mean, I mean, all of these people, you know, pointing their finger at our, you know, the good entrepreneur. I think he's a good entrepreneur. Do you guys disagree with that? Yes. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, you know, he's a businessman. He's obviously worth billions. So uh, he's doing something right. He gets a lot of government welfare handouts. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. But I mean, so do a lot of businesses. So. Understood. But yeah, I, it's they, hard yeah, to call them good entrepreneurs recently, uh, when they're cronies. They just recently diminished that by uh, specifically to him because he does a good job working with his employees and they don't need a third party. Let me let uh, me clarify. When I say good entrepreneur, I mean effective. I don't necessarily mean like principled. Okay. Right. So just to clarify the word good here, uh, in my well, opinion, I, means oh, he's effective it's, at it's, starting businesses and generating money. Thing, yeah, government he's money. Close to a uh, a principled uh, entrepreneur, and uh, you know, and and yes, the. The ideas that are going on that are uh, uh, generating, uh, you know, yes, his, yes. uh, 
you know, it's profits mm-hmm. are, are you get fed back into other people doing more work. I mean, can can you it find depends. another? Here's the thing. Product, from their perspective, a, a, from the status perspective, it depends, right? Because it's it's the velocity of money. It's the time preference of money. If if he if he makes all those profits and lets it sit in a savings account somewhere, for example, right? Not not the like he's only rich on paper because he's got stock valued a certain amount. Um, then it doesn't get spent back into the economy right away. That's the time preference. And the Keynesians, you like know, the, the poor people now, that? want that spent back into the economy ASAP, not saved for later. Wait a minute. He can't even say that. He, I just he, did. He, that hasn't been his practice. He's been in the business. He's been making money. And he hasn't uh, done anything but put it back into the, you know, yes, know. capital system that... Uh, that makes that that makes more money. Possibly, you, I mean, I I don't I don't see any evidence that he hasn't done that. As opposed to government, who doesn't need to even do anything uh, to generate a profit. In fact, they they're the exact opposite of an entrepreneur, where they take money from people. It, we don't give it to them; they take it. They take money from right. people without their permission, right. and then they spend it however the heck they want with no regard for whether or not it's going to benefit anybody except themselves. Or their friends and family. And their history of, of benefit is uh, as close to zero as any entity gets. Depends There's who you no are. return on investment. De- <laughs> again, investment. depends who you are. Because if you're friends and family of those state agents, you are definitely benefiting. If you're up at the higher echelons of yeah, the political the, sphere, the, when they the, inflate the currency, you're benefiting. Proved out, Picos, it's been proved out over and over and over again that uh, that the greater good has been by the people that reinvest positively uh, the you know the entrepreneurial yeah. activity right. that, uh, that an Elon Musk or even a. So what about those who don't reinvest? Hey, thanks for the call, Badgley. We appreciate it. What if they hoard it like that dragon from that nerd book? What's the nerd book? The uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, right. 603-283-6160. Do entrepreneurs have a responsibility to spend their money according to your time preference? (laughs) Give us a call. Let us know. More Free Talk Live is coming up. And we're back. Seemed early on the point. Back we're and. I got an anagram. Let's see what you come up with. We're back and. Back and we're. And back we're. I'm just (laughs) moving those three words around in any which way I choose to make sure I've covered them all. If I missed one, give us a call. 603-283-6160. Again, the telephone number 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. All right. So I am old. I'm, yes, we know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm we know. Be, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to be five decades like, wow. like next week. Damn. So I come from a time. I'm a time traveler. 
I've from traveled, a time. I've, I've traveled to the past because, well, I was born there. From and a I've land. traveled into the future, which is now. Right. And I travel in co- time in one direction. I come from a, a time before caller ID existed. Oh, man. Where you could actually prank call people? Yeah. <laughs> Not have I to worry that. about it? I actually did real prank phone calls where nobody knew. There was no star six nine redial yeah. option. It's you had to dial the number. You had to actually have rotary phone. Yeah, do you dial. have olive oil in a bottle? <laughs> Prince William in a can? <laughs> Let him out. <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go check it. Did all of those. All of them. Every one of them. Uh, we had, uh, I don't remember who it was. We had some neighbor down the street. We called and we're like, Hey, we just want to call and let you know your car has uh, rolled down the driveway. We think you left it in neutral. And they're like, Oh no. And like, they, they slam the phone down and we hear him run out and the door open and they come back and we hear him run back and the door open. The same thing. Like, you goddamn kids. I'm going to run, run, run. And like we hang up as soon as they pick up the phone and try and yell at us. Can't even ding dong ditch anymore. Now that everyone's got a ring doorbell and videotapes. <laughs> we, we looked up, uh, we looked up the last name Booger in the television. <laughs> telephone book the thick <laughs> telephone book that you would just get uh they don't deliver these anymore that i'm aware <laughs> of but uh, so we look up the last and there's like three entries right in the major <laughs> metropolitan area of milwaukee wisconsin uh and so one of them is like ron booger or something and we're like we call and and somebody answers and like hello and like yeah can we speak to dave booger and they're like uh who and we're like dave booger and they're like mm, i'm sorry there's no dave booger here and like well this is the booger residence isn't it it's like yeah this is ron speaking how can i help you and and we're like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I must have picked the wrong booger. <laughs> Hang up. Is Mr. Wing there? Is Mr. Wong there? I guess I must have winged the wrong number. So I wasn't uh, aware enough of uh, anything either political or anti-political, as I like to call it, to prank call like politicians, for example. Didn't they do that at like Forkfest, Porkfest within the last couple of years? Oh, I don't know. They just they... drunk dialed politicians. <laughs> It was a um, game that they played. That sounds like something I would enjoy doing. Bring it back. <laughs> We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. <laughs> uh, so this is an article that I brought. Why am I talking about prank phone calling and oh. caller ID and all that? Uh, I, I have worked in telephony. That's how you pronounce it, not telephony. It's telephony. Uh, I have worked in this industry since the phone business, partic- the phone business, since particularly the digitization of telephones, because everything used to be analog and now everything's digital. This is called the inversion. Uh, so at any rate, this is from Wired. This hacktivist site lets you prank call Russian officials. Why Russian? Well, it just they're the bad guys now. Oh, you, right. Put right. your Ukraine flag yeah, back. I'm sorry. You got you got to pretend you're yeah. a lefty because Wired is a very left leaning. Okay, uh, most tech sites are type right. of type of rag. Anyway, this hacktivist site lets you prank call Russian officials to protest the war in Ukraine. Waste Russian time dot today. That's the name of the site. Waste Russian time dot today. Auto dials Russian government officials, connects them to each other, and lets you listen in on their confusion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I feel like they could just do that and post the audio, and then I don't have to waste my time listening to the live call. You don't also have to waste your time. You only get to listen to the calls that are quality. Yeah. Yeah, they could curate the them and be like, yeah. oh, this yeah. one's great. Yeah. The best of. <laughs> I might subscribe to that podcast. You if you're, know. If Prank you're, calls of TikTok. If you're listening, waste Russian time dot today. Uh, perhaps that is a feature you could put in there. Uh, robocalls have become a modern scourge, the destroyer of focus, the nuisance that somehow cannot be eradicated, but perhaps they can at least be repurposed to strike a very small and slightly absurd blow against Russian government's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. 
or as I like to add on to this story, any government at all. Yes. Quote, unquote, unprovoked. Yes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely in quotes, or at least italicized. Today, a group of uh, international hacktivists launched a website, WasteRussianTime.today, designed to combine prank calling and robocalling into an automated weapon of telephonic annoyance targeted at the Russian state. Visit the site, click a button, and it'll cycle through a leaked list of Russian government, military, and intelligence phone numbers to connect two random Russian officials and allow the site's visitor to silently listen in as those officials waste their time trying to figure out why they're speaking to each other. They're going to randomly connect the two Russian officials that have the codes for the nuclear launch and blow up the entire planet. That'll be the best of. That'll make the top. That'll be the last of. That'll be the last of. Yeah. Uh, quote, we're hoping for confusion and that they get annoyed and that these might even be interesting calls to listen to for people who speak Russian, says one of the site's creators who goes by the name Shara. The group of artists, activists, and coders behind the site is, according to Shara, called the Obfuscated Dreams of, oh, I don't know this word, Shahazaradzadai. I don't, can't say that word. Hmm. Anyway, this war started inside Moscow and St. Petersburg with blah, 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 blah. Anyway, talks about Russia and the Ukraine. If the uh, war ever comes to an end, they're totally going to take credit for it. It was our prank <laughs> Or the world to, comes to an we end. We annoyed them to, yeah. to, to, to repeal so the invasion. this can totally be, like, if anybody can do a thing, another man can do a thing. And so this can be recreated. Uh, just because I'm familiar with the technology, I I, oh. I get what they're doing. This could totally be recreated at and, the local and done oh, and done in level. for any right. government, really. So uh, the the article continues uh, by com- by combing through the pile of leaked information, scraping phone numbers from emails, and combining the results with those found in public sources. The creators of Waste Russian Time dot today say they've assembled more than five thousand Russian government phone numbers, landlines, and cell phones included. Uh, that include members of Russian military police staff of its parliament, known as the Duma or the Duma, <laughs> and and even Russia's Federal Security Service or FSB, all of which are now targets of its automated robo dialing campaign. Waste Russian Time today is designed to work by starting a VoIP call, automatically dialing forty of the leaked phone numbers, and merging the user onto a three way call with the first two <laughs> Russian officials' phones that connect. <laughs> so it's random too. You ever pick up a call accidentally while you're trying to dial out? It's like, no, you called me. No, you called me. <laughs> I like this is that. the whole idea. Yes, definitely. The site's creators say that they decided not to let visitors to the site actually speak on the calls for fear that they might say something that could identify and endanger themselves. So they're looking out for, wow. for, the, for the activists. Right, yeah. But another hacktivist makes that possible on their own site talk to russian officials totally good so instead the site functions as kind of a performance art installation allowing visitors to silently observe and enjoy its spam calls quote join the civil intervention against war a message on the site reads if you're on the phone you can't drop bombs or coordinate soldiers that's not true (laughs) how is it not true you've never been on the phone like typed an email at the same time yeah i have but i'm talking to steve drop the bomb yeah yeah 
Well, I was distracted. I didn't hit But if you're, hit that's what I'm saying is the, the nuclear code right. is going to go out. <laughs> Jesus. I but, think ahead, people. Okay, but uh, now let's let's just take this concept and apply it to, oh, I don't know, the United States of America, for example. Oh, that would okay. be great. Because, I mean, everybody's phone numbers are public anyway as far as government is concerned. Yeah. Right? And even if they're not, once you get a hold of the uh, area code, which is known as the NPA, and then the next three digits, which is known as the NXX or the exchange, the NPA and XX, then all you all your robocaller has to do is dial zero 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 through nine 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 nine, and whatever phone number it hits is likely going to be also a government telephone oh. because government buys their phone numbers in banks. I Call everyone in DC and ask them if the big guy's there. <laughs> we got ten percent hey, of the big the, guy. We're looking for the big guy. Yeah. Tell him we got a his fundraiser 10%. for the big guy. You got ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> or just even wasting their time, right? Like people often talk about like doing things to like overwhelm the system, right? right tying like, up resources, tying up resources, right? Like everybody take your your parking tickets to trial. If everybody did that, yes. why that would totally gum up the system and totally make the entire thing worthless. It would, but on the individual level, it also wastes the individual's time. It does. And most people don't want their time. Whereas this is automated. <laughs> and to your point earlier, if you but, set it. To like do some recording, you got one guy QA the calls later yeah. on. Make curate it the uh, curate the good ones out of the bad ones, or the ones that are like. Or just put it on up. shuffle and listen to them at random, man. <laughs> like Omegle or whatever that site's called. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is such a great idea. Waste Russian time dot today. Waste DC time today. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Coming up, we'll talk about the U.S. tech titans are looking to ditch passwords. Hour number two, Free Talk Live is coming up. Free Talk Live. And we're back. Was that too early again? No. Okay. That one seemed more reasonable. All right. Just check it. Okay. I, don't, I want to meet the Richie Rich... QA standards of the and we're back phraseology. I mean, it's more in line with the music. Like, usually there's like a beat that hits, and that seems to be the appropriate. Like time. on the snare? Something like that. Okay. Something right. close to that. 603 283 6160. Write that number down. Grab a crayon. Inscribe it on the fridge. Tattoo it on your arm. Domestic your terrorist hotline. Well, if you're going to tattoo it on your forehead, do it backwards, so at least you can read it right in the mirror. <laughs> and people can see it, like, if they're driving in front of you. Yes. 603-283-6160. If you want to join us, we'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. In the studio, it's myself, the Lord Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Steve Classic. And Rich Rich. So, uh, we've been doing some zany stuff. There's a couple of, like, serious things that, that I want to talk about. Ah. Uh, one of them is is this. This is a... We'll call it an internet privacy. Hmm, uh, it's a red flag to me. Okay. This is from Tech Explorer. That's T-E-C-H, the letter X, P-L-O-R-E. Yeah, yeah. As tech companies like to misspell their, their crap to it's make because all the good domains are taken, right. man. Or they make words up. Roku. U.S. tech titans look to <laughs> ditch passwords. Uh, Apple, Google, and Microsoft said Thursday, and this article is from May 5th, so they said a couple of weeks ago, that they are looking to get rid of passwords and replace them with a more secure way to access accounts or devices. They already have the biometrics on your phone. The U.S. Tech Titans jointly announced support for a common standard 
that will let people sign in by unlocking their mobile phones, say, with fingerprint or face recognition. Or chip. Are you sure that's from this year? <laughs> How about a chip? It's, you have to pay attention to what they're not saying. Oh, okay. Right? Oh. So U.S. Titans uh, jointly announced that, that blah, blah, blah. The complete shift to a passwordless world will begin with consumers making it a natural part of their lives, said Microsoft Vice President Alex Simons. What they're talking about is getting rid of passwords. Okay. Not having, you know, uh, facial recognition and biometrics and fingerprints in addition to passwords, but getting okay. rid of passwords altogether. What does that mean for tech privacy? That means that no matter what your interaction is online, you will be identified. Okay. Period. Well, and also, at least with the phone, um, I think it's been adjudicated that you can't be compelled to say your passphrase or your code, right. but you can be compelled to look at the device or press your finger to it. Yeah. Or, or if the cop beats you over the head unconscious, they can just grab, <laughs> grab your, your phone finger. and, you know, <laughs> right, right. or stick it up to your face and be like, oh, hey, we're in. Sweet. Uh, right. <laughs> right. So this is why it is a concern to me because, A, there needs to be privacy in the world. People need to be able to interact anonymously, particularly for reasons of free speech, for example. Uh, and then also because, I, you know, like you say, the court has already said that you cannot be compelled to give up your passwords. Well, if they eliminate passwords altogether and only go with biometrics, that does away with that whole thing. And now police and other authorities can have access to whatever they want, whenever they want, and you have no say in it. It's going to be a felony when the cops come knocking at your door and you go like, what's the password? It's going to be a lot of people walking around with three fingers. We could talk more about this in moments, but first, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Major Payne calling from Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, good evening. What's on your mind? This this may or may not be caused by naked aliens. Uh Um, Keep it clean. uh Keep it clean. I know. I will. I will. I will. Every picture I've ever seen of an alien, it was naked. (laughs) Scales on them and such. But anyway. Um, That's a very conservative-looking alien. They're they're dressed very you know covered up and yeah. Anyway, go ahead. The way he makes it sound, it seems like he's looked at a lot of them, being, which being, is also conservative. Being, be, being as how the strange and obtuse get blamed for everything, yeah. And uh, it's as how it's getting to be the the season for uh, people wanting to get out and about. I want you guys to try to guess which state in the union is the number one in campground killings. It's not New Hampshire. No, Florida. probably not. Uh, okay, so I just I just want to clarify it, it is not New Hampshire, correct? No, we're about it's not to go New camping. Hampshire. Okay, because right. <laughs> you know we're going to do some camping here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I said Florida because it seems like a Florida man type of story, uh, and and no no magic rectangles. Oh, I'm not looking. At the, I'm not looking. Uh, I mean, I went camping last night. I'm still alive, so it's not New Hampshire. I would say it's got to be Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. I, I knew one of y'all. I knew one of y'all was going to go there. The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> How ironic! <laughs> you, you don't understand the irony of that. But was the okay. microphone on during the break? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, so let's see. You guess Georgia. What did you say? I said Florida because it seems Florida. like a Florida man story. I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma. Well, I tell you what. I hate to bust y'all's bubble, but. Michigan's number one in something. Oh, wow. What did you do? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you are you telling us that... It's all the Canadians crossing the border. <laughs> well, they like to eat them first. They're more tender. 
Wait, so you're the one going into Canada and taking out the are you, are you, are you, are you marinating them in Molson ice or something? <laughs> no, ice beer gives you a hangover. That's not good stuff. But it's good for marinating meat, though. You ever have beer can chicken? Or beer can mm. Canadian? Oh, yeah, beer can chicken's great. I've had a beer battered like pot roast. That was delicious. Oh, nice. Yeah. Batter pot roast? I don't yeah. think, well, it was like uh, beer soaked pot roast. I don't know what to call yeah, it. Yeah, beer marinated. Yeah. Sure. Beer does amazing things to animal meat as far as tenderization is concerned. Uh, beer can chicken well, there, is. There, go ahead. Anything that's acidic will start cooking the meat. I mean, if you. If, out here, here, here's a weird test. Take a can of Coca Cola and pour it over a pork chop. The acid will cause the little worms that live in the raw pork to come out. Acid, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'll just, but vinegar, yeah, okay. vinegar vinegar will start cooking meat, like lemon juice, anything oh, yeah. that's acidic. Even tomato juice. That's where ketchup came from. The uh, the Chinese invented ketchup. They used to fill crocs with it, and they'd keep their meat soaking in it to keep them going funky. What a crock. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's such good information. Anything else, Major? No, peace out, boys. All right, take care. <laughs> Major Payne, everybody from Michigan, with his uh, apparently his state number one in number one. campground killing. So, and his admission to being a part of it in some form. Of I that's why I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> he didn't respond to it, so I can I can only assume he has nothing to do with it. Allegedly, at all. allegedly, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, uh, but uh, should you be in Michigan and you're going to go camping, why perhaps you would would like to make sure you have an armament of some sort with you did he say it was like human killings or was it like just bears attacking campers he did not specify okay. i assumed he was talking about he said campground killings understood so maybe he was talking about like bears coming to the campground and killing people or yeah. something but i'm assuming he's line. talking about like people who've been murdered at a camp yeah is it trailer park killings then because that's some of those are technically campgrounds <laughs> the, and though those people have a propensity those people. <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, let's swing back around to this uh, passwordless uh, m- maneuvering by the tech giants, Apple, Google, and Microsoft. Uh, by working together as a community across platforms, we can at last achieve this vision and make significant progress towards eliminating passwords. Which. I so mean, they're going to get everyone on two factor and then take one of those away. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea, fellas. They're, they're going to take the one away that uh, that allows privacy to occur. Yeah. So that no matter what you do online, you're going to be identified. Which means, uh, you know, no more S posting. They're breaking the internet. Uh, yeah. No more uh, multiple accounts. So, like, you know, when MF Erberg decides to, mm. you know, give you the 30-day right, Facebook the, jail. The, the B, or the Elon, if he takes over Twitter. Right. That's one of the things he said. Like, we're going to eliminate all the bots and everyone's going to have to be verified. Ooh. Like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Reliance on passwords alone is decreed or decried as a major security flaw on the Internet. By who? Tech the World Giants. Economic yeah. Forum. With people keeping them overly simple, well, that's on you. Or using the same one repeatedly, that's also on you, to make it easier to manage many accounts. Hey, coming up next, what does Elon have on Hillary that keeps him alive? 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live, (laughs) coming up.
we're back. That's that's it. Right that's there. It. That's we're it. waiting for the that's come the on. That's the spot. Right yeah, there. Right there. there. It's the sweet spot. <laughs> Six zero we'll three. We'll figure this out. Perhaps one day we'll be radio professionals. Professionals. Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps. Today, however, is not that day. As far as talkers is concerned, still just Mark and Ian. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. It is their show. So. I, I understand. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. But when Mark posted, I always put like at all at the bottom of it. At all, yeah. yeah, yeah. In the studio, it's myself, the captain, Steve Classic, and Richie Rich. Uh, Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started at the top of the page. Both Richie Rich and uh, Steve Classic here in the studio are wearing what they call their their uniform qui- Sunday best. Sun- <laughs> Sunday best. Sunday best with a capital B. Yes. That's with the Bitcoin <laughs> right. font. Yes. Both wearing Bitcoin shirts. They actually wanted to grab a permanent marker and mark my shirt. And I'm like, no, I did, hey, I did not hey. say a permanent marker. I said oh. a fabric pen. Oh, well, whatever. There's a difference. I, you know, I wear Bitcoin gear from time to time. Okay. But just not on Sundays. Know, there, to be there's, like the there's, no, there's no uniform. There's no code. There's no okay. rule that says, "Hey, when you do the well, show on Sunday, you're going to code. The social contract there. Can <laughs> show me it. Show me the social contract signed. Where did I sign the social contract? I did not. I did nay. Anyway, uh, Bitcoin.com. Click get started at the top of the page. When you do that, you'll find all sorts of valuable information, neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this very important and world-changing information. If you're already knowledgeable about cryptocurrency, you can check out news.bitcoin.com and get all the latest headlines of the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all in a very slick and easy-to-use website. Visit bitcoin.com. All right. Uh, We were talking about... Uh, the tech giants maneuvering to eliminate the use of passwords, uh, which is not how they're positioning this. They're positioning this as, we need to move forward in technology for better security and only use biometrics. And uh, what that means, of course, is bye-bye privacy. Keeping you safe. Just keeping you safe. Everything you do online will be tracked. You will be identified for every interaction you ever have if they have their way. What they got to do is just build in a back door for the government. That's oh, it. wait, they've already done that. Yeah, they continuously do that. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. First, let's go to the phones. We have Gigi calling from Charleston. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, gentlemen. Knowing how much I love and am passionate about current events, and you brought this up so eloquently a few weeks ago, I have a question I'd like to know your opinion, all three of you this evening, okay. please. We invaded Iraq, we invaded Afghanistan, and President Biden, our illustrious fearless leader, has now sent in special forces into godforsaken Somalia. What the hell are we doing there? <laughs> well, um, uh, so first of all, I just want to make sure that I clarify. I know what you say or what you mean when you say we. You mean the United States government. Yes, sir. Uh, and so uh, I'm not part of that. Uh, I don't uh, claim then that. Let me you know. be dilly, dilly. specific. The American federal government and military. Yes. 
Uh, what are, quote, we, unquote, doing there? Uh, the same thing as they've been doing, and, and this is my opinion, we'll go around the table here, uh, my opinion, the same thing that they've been doing since I've been alive, and that is continuing to build the empire. I'm going to go with laundering money. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering. Oh, do I-, I like I like that. Richie Rich says laundering money. Steve Classic? Yeah. Uh, do we have to take down our Ukrainian decorations? Oh. And put up uh, Somali decorations? Nah. Uh, Gigi, what? is it? Is it? You're not woke until you do. Is, I like what Richie Rich said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really makes and you think. And here is one 10% more. 10% for the big guy. Question. Right, one ahead. more question, please. Because, again, the current events really caught my attention. And I really, really appreciate how you spoke so eloquently a few weeks ago about the Uyghur community and the importance of current events. I have been learning for almost two weeks um, about the residential schools that the American federal government, in conjunction with various Protestant and Catholic schools, forcefully removed indigenous children from Native American Native Alaskan and Native Hawaiian families and communities forced them to convert to Catholicism or Christianity, cut their hair. They could no longer speak their native languages. They had to learn English and study American history and European culture. By the time they were released many years later, They had learned all of these white American European things. They didn't know who the hell they were. Seems like an effective strategy to conquer the population. Oh, uh, what do you think, uh, boys? mm, uh, See, reparations is something that once you start, you'll never go. You'll you'll never finish. Oh, I agree. It's. So, first of all, let me say, the things you've just described that the government did to these people and uh, will probably do again to other people in the future because we learn from the past that people seldom learn from the past. Uh, are, Ain't that the truth. <laughs> uh, these, these things are horrific. It is literally uh, the original cultural appropriation, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're erasing these other people's culture in favor of the culture they want them to participate in. Isn't that a form of genocide? Uh, I believe it is. Yes, I agree with you. Social genocide, not yeah. necessarily killing Cultural them. genocide. Cultural yes. genocide. I, yes. The answer to reparations is, well, you're talking about uh, the, gu- the, the organization that actually perpetrated these things now giving people m- money that they first took from everybody else. Uh, you see, and so I, I, I don't think that's a viable solution to the problem. I think the better solution, of course, is to just get rid of the organization that does these evil things, in my opinion. So, yes. yeah. Let I, me I, let me ask a, a different question or the same question a different way. Um, okay. Should, I guess, should the people, if you can find the individuals who are actually affected by this, should they not be made whole again? And if so, by whom then? And how? Right. So if, yeah. if, you're, if we're saying no to reparations... Right. If it's like, oh, my grandfather was like kicked off the reservation and has haircut. Right. You are not owed anything. Your grandfather's owed anything. And it's hard I to agree pass that with along. that. Yeah. Right. And 
Yes, yeah, in order, I agree with that. I, you hit on a nice point, Richie Rich, and that is in order for justice to occur, whoever the affected people were need to be made whole again. But the question is by whom and then, of course, how. Right. Right. So yeah. my my disagreement is with the how. Right. The reparations. Uh, the, 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 because generally we're talking about what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But what's so sad is that uh, it remains a neglected issue and a forgotten element of our own social history of this country one of the one of the interesting things about being from hawaii right is that the federal government apologized for invading and conquering the native hawaiian islands and then didn't do anything to make it right thank you for the call Gigi. we appreciate you well fauci recommends stopping the spread of monkeypox by covering your eyes ears and mouth coming up next this is free talk live Right at the end of the drum roll there. Well done, Richie Rich. Your timing is impeccable. We'll make a we'll make a professional out of you yet. I had a friend and we would like listen to dubstep in the car. You had a friend? I know, it's weird. Damn it. But I had like the good sound system in the Corolla. Yeah. And we were like <laughs> listening to dubstep and he would like change the song before the bass dropped. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. Yeah. Like all that buildup, you got to get to the yeah. release before you changed it the button, dude. I, I have a wow. friend of mine who's notorious for when we'd get together and like, you know, drink or play pool or card games or whatever. Um, he would get to a certain quantity of, of drunkenness and or intoxication. And then he became that guy. Uh, the the DJ, the DJ who who like oh, I gotta change this music, put on something more kick ass, and so he'd go and he put on something, and then like midway through that song, or maybe sometimes not even midway, he'd be like, Nah, I don't like this one. I go over and change, <laughs> and like so it, it gets to a point where like it sort of ramps up, right? At first, it's just like, oh, he's gonna change one song, and you know maybe a half hour goes by, and then like you know more intoxication ensues, and then before you know it, he's just changing every other song or whatever, and you're like, no, I just want to listen to the chorus of everything. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, I can sing along with that like even even like a hardcore song right before like the breakdown like if you cut that out you're like no, I, 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 yes there's no resolve right. at all yes to that you got to get there uh, anyway this is free talk live the telephone number here is 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join us we'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily in the studio it's myself the captain steve classic and rich rich uh so we were talking about uh this maneuvering by the tech giants, uh, Apple, Microsoft, etc., and so on. Social engineering, perhaps? Uh, well. Firms? Kind of. Where they are trying to eliminate the use of passwords. And uh, they're claiming that uh, passwords are not secure because, well, people are dumb. <laughs> right? People forget like, their passwords. If you're using password123 as your password, you're dumb. From the guy who doesn't even have a password manager. <laughs> I do have a password oh, manager. Just not that one? Just not that one. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, also, I have uh, developed over time my own personal methods for taking care of these things that do not involve 
oh, I don't know, using numbers in a sequence or reusing the same words for, you know, it. you have to have a different password uh, that is, uh, in my opinion, longer than whatever they recommend, right? Some sites are like, your password has to be a minimum of Ten eight characters and it has to be numbers and letters and caps and special characters and blah, blah, blah. So, like... Just, you know, take that and, like, make it actually more than that, right? Yes. Take those as the minimum. Double and add 10%. Have. And Yeah, double and add 10%. Yeah. Something along those lines. But develop your own system because that's the point of being an individual is that you have the ability to do these things. Then, if you want to use something similar to a password manager, feel free to do so so that you are human. You don't forget. Yeah. But people forget, yeah. so... So, That's why they reuse the same passwords to make it insecure. <laughs> Password one, two, three. There, there's, there's a right way. But what is wrong for certain is for these tech companies to be eliminating the use of passwords because what comes with that is the elimination of online privacy. Are they Maybe they're trying to eliminate the passwords, again, because they've realized it's insecure for most users and it's a cost to them when it gets hacked. It's not insecure for most users. In fact, it's plenty secure for most users. They're pointing out the dumb people Stupid as users. the security flaw who, who use it incorrectly. Right, but those people are going to cost them if there's a hack or a leak. Small percentage small of the percentage? people who, okay. who use you know these services. What, it, what they want, of course, is to be able to track everything you do because these tech giants are in the business of tracking you, what you do, all of your movements, your reactions to things. Um, I, uh, I have, uh, security cameras on my property and, uh, I had a friend over who was waiting on the porch for me to come out and they were on their phone. Right. Now it was after dark. And so my cameras turned to infrared mode at that point. And uh, at the top of their smartphone, it, where their camera is, uh, my infrared camera picked up a continuous series of flashing as they scrolled through whatever the heck it was they were on, I don't know what, what they were looking at at the time, uh, which you don't see when the phone is active. So y- your phone, your device is, I- I'm going to guess, taking photos of your reactions to things as you scroll, logging that information in some way, shape, or form. And then these tech companies are turning around and using that information as advertising, marketing, et cetera. Uh-huh. So we, we talked about it a little bit during the break. Captain, you didn't watch the documentary, the 2000 Mules things. Steve, you and I did. Yeah. But like one of the highlights of that documentary was the fact that they're already tracking you by the phone itself. Yes. Right? Like geocaching. They know who you are. They know where you've been. Yep. And the the documentary shows that, you know, they they can follow, they can pinpoint you on the map, your entire route. Yeah. And trace that back to you. Yeah. So who cares about the password? Well, so they can if you are tied to that device. If you're not tied to that device, i.e. burner phone, okay, they can track, quote, somebody, but they don't know it's you okay. specifically. Well, the idea behind the burner phone as well, you just chuck it. Okay, right? but what I'm saying is if you got to use biometrics... On a burner phone, you've <laughs> eliminated the entire purpose of a burner phone. You're or you, just, the, don't, or you take, just don't turn on the password right. or the biometrics. You just leave it unlocked. It's a but they're talking about eliminating your phone. They're unlocking. talking about eliminating the ability for you to even use a password. So it can right. only be unlocked by biometrics, which identifies you immediately and eliminates the entire purpose, the entire use of burner phones. Right. But what I'm saying is if you have that burner phone and you don't want it to attach it yourself, you just don't lock it. You don't turn on any security on it. 
Then it's just a burner. Uh, they'll probably you work di- around that. Yeah, you dial the random number, you text the random thing. You're going to have to activate the phone in some way, shape, or form. And when it goes through its activation sequence, it's going to say, swipe your finger or okay. look hold it up camera. to your face. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Look like, left, look right. That's It'll be a requirement of the technology. All right. Right. And there goes online privacy. There goes online privacy is the whole point of me bringing up this article in this discussion. Get a flip phone. Uh, we can talk more about that, but first, let's go to Peakless Mountaineer in New Hampshire. Peakless, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to, uh, off the bat, I wanted to wish everyone in the world a happy Bitcoin Pizza Day. Happy Bitcoin yeah. Pizza Day! <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, some. How, how many years ago, Peakless? Um, let's see. That was 2009, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do the Hopefully, math. Let's see. Uh, 2009 was when it was released. Sorry, I, I don't keep track of years too often. Thirteen years, according to uh, Steve Classic. Thank you. Quick math, quick math. Thank you for the quick math. So did math. you buy a pizza with Bitcoin today, Pigless? I haven't. Um, my uh, my neighbor and landlord did, though. Okay, cool. So you participated at least. So last year, this particular anniversary fell uh, on a, a day in which I was hosting the show, and I did indeed buy pizza with bitcoin from a little place called little zoe's pizza in Keene, new hampshire because uh, they 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 do accept cryptocurrency uh and so i did that however they're closed on sunday so i was unable to buy bitcoin pizza today we did have a little uh civil disobedience style gathering last night in the Keene circle uh where one of the participants did bring a pizza which they purchased with bitcoin so we celebrated uh, the night before no, but if it was after midnight. Oh, no, it was at 10 o'clock. Yeah, we started yeah. at like 1030 or something, so it wasn't quite after midnight. Yeah, but. And and he did he did use uh, Dash Direct to uh, buy the pizza. Oh, nice. So not even Bitcoin, but still. Uh, in 2009, uh, a gentleman, I'm trying to remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Nakamoto. No, 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 no. Uh, oh. Francois Cunningham, oh, the, the guy who made the pizza. Oh. Yeah, he he wanted some oh. Little John's pizza. He put up an offering on was it was it Reddit or something where he was like, "Hey, I'll I'll, I'll give you ten thousand dollars, you know, ten thousand Bitcoin, sorry, ten thousand Bitcoin, not ten thousand dollars, ten thousand Bitcoin. Uh, send me a couple large pizzas, so I've got some leftover for tomorrow too." <laughs> and uh, somebody took him up. I think it was Papa John's was the, yep. the pizza. Uh, did you have uh, more Peakless Mountain here? I did. All right, did. hang on, hang on, we'll keep going. 603-283-6160. Man with no sleep, no hydration, or caffeine is blindsided by inexplicable migraines. Coming up next. This is Free Talk Live. Glasses talk live. Nerd talk live. <laughs> Nerds. Like the dragon from the nerd book. Glasses do make you look smarter than you actually are. I should know. Or Anderson Cooper knows. He looks like he's a smart guy, but he's not. I hate that guy. Yeah. He's always, oh, man. He's always fake, dude. Now Elon's going to put glasses on and people are really going to think he's brilliant. Wow. <laughs> uh, did you see the bit where he was, he was like a... You know, whenever there's a controversy, but now, now that there is, you know, talk about me controversy-wise, we can use the term Elongate. Elongate, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just really... Elongate. 
So I will say this. I would not put it past him to have foreseen the the uh, whatever the accusations against him yeah. and then preemptively changed to Republican and called it out so that it seems convenient. Just going to throw that out there. I mean, he's, sure. He, if he's that smart, he knew how to get ahead of this yeah, thing, and that would be a fair way a to do it. A tech-savvy person certainly you know, could do those things and uh, would be smart to do so. Yes. Uh, particularly if he has a bunch of money where he can like hire some people to like, Hey, what do you think is going to happen here? Or if he had a, you know? if he had a premonition or an inclination or someone said like, dude, she's about to talk. About or it. he opened a history book or something, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> paid attention a little bit to like what happens in politics. Like, yeah, uh, this is free talk live. We're a live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever you want. The telephone number here is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. We were talking with Peakless Mountaineer. Uh, He was saying, hey, happy Bitcoin pizza day to everybody. That's, of course, commemorating the first pizza transaction uh, with Bitcoin, 10,000 Bitcoin were spent on a couple of Papa John's large pizzas. Uh, and that amount of uh, Bitcoin today, millions? $30 million? Peakless? Um, it's uh, uh, around about 30000 a piece right now. So It's a lot. So do the math. It's a lot of dough. Get it's it. a lot of dough. <laughs> uh, $300 million. $300 million. $300 million. $300 million. Not- but not really, because if he had never spent it, then it never would have been worth any dollars. Yes. And I gotta and I gotta push push back on you. You said that uh, Dash Direct wasn't spending Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin's a protocol. He wasn't spending Bitcoin Core, but it was definitely Bitcoin. I mean, without Bitcoin, none of the other cryptocurrencies would exist. So you know, there's something to be said there. And well, I mean, there's also like, I mean, it, like Ethereum's a totally different animal, but uh, everything that operates by that protocol, I mean, it, there are different uh, different histories, but they're all Bitcoin. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. All right, get to your point. Well, then why did you leave with that? <laughs> because it's, it's a Bitcoin holiday, pizza day. Rich. It's a holiday. <laughs> An important one at that. No, I wanted to uh, uh, point out the good news. And that good is... Good news, that, everyone. Uh, it's a suppository. Wait, no. <laughs> What's your good news, Peekless? Uh That uh, Nina Jankovic is uh, is uh, off the has resigned from the disinformation board. Right, I heard that Janky bitch was uh, out, uh, but they hired. Or so some... they want you to believe. Right, right, yeah. and and they put the whole thing on quote pause unquote. But didn't they hire Ooh. some guy named Jerkoff or something like? Ch- um. Like, I haven't seen it, but like I, I, I'm just happy that the Auntie Poppins is gone, and uh, <laughs> wherever she goes, I'm sure it's going to be somewhere terrible. And I'd also like all the listeners to know that a lot of this probably had to do with the uh, um, Integrity Initiative leak. There was a, a really big leak that hasn't gotten a lot of press, so if anyone wants to look into that, it is really telling. Okay, consider me the conspiracy theorist then. I don't think the disinformation board is going anywhere. No, in fact. It's just going back into the deep state recesses where it's not being publicized. Oh, here it is. So this is from uh, the source here, Independent Journal Review. Uh, So, yep, definitely janky bitch is gone. Uh, But now President Joe Biden's administration is picking two people to lead a review and assessment of the board which they called grossly intentionally mischaracterized. 
uh, blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. We it need is, to form a committee. Yeah, hang on. Mm. So so they paused the Ministry of Truth, and they fired Janky Bitch, and so now they're hiring two other people to uh, replace her, basically. In a statement Wednesday, DHS announced former George W. Bush Administration Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff, or yeah. I call him Michael Jerkoff, and the Clinton Administration Deputy Attorney General Jamie... Bootlick. No, I'm sorry. It's Jamie Gorlick <laughs> would be doing the review designed to help instill trust in our work. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so same concept, new name, new faces. The, the Department of, you know, what are we calling it? The Ministry of Truth. It's just been paused. And now they've hired these two people, Bootlick and Jerkoff, to, you know, sort of review the Ministry of Truth, and make sure that it falls in line. Where did we go wrong? <laughs> See, what you did wrong yeah. is you told everyone there was a Ministry of Truth. Right. So when we, when we unpause it, let's just not tell anyone it's unpaused. It's just bad marketing, that's all. <laughs> but it is good news in that at least it's not, you know, in full force and, you know, going full steam ahead On right, the now. Surface. Mm. right now. Right. right. So, But there, it's still well, there. Hey, hey. You know, there's still some some creeps, you know, running it, trying to make it into a thing. And Every few years, well, there's hey, an election to steal. It has back, to exist. Pushing them back into the shadows is progress. Is it, though? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's one thing for them to do. Like, of course they were going to do this. They've always been doing this. Don't but now we... for them to suddenly announce, we want you to know that we're doing this. That is a new level of evil, and I'm glad it got pushed back. Okay. I, I guess... Where my come from is I want those things in the light, right? Where everyone can see what's really going on. And if you relegate them back to the shadows, the, the muggles out there will assume it's not happening. Oh, and so, then it's harder so to combat. The, so you thought the disinformation board was the only ones in the government doing this, did you? No, I'm saying like when, when, the, right. when those things so happen, you flick the light the on. They're right? going to do what they do behind our back regardless. But they're not going to brag about all of it. Okay. And I'm glad that this is not considered bragworthy in our civilization right now. Okay. It's it's easier I mean, to, it's easier to get people rare. on your side Appreciate if you can point to actual things that they're doing, rather than you know, than like me, you get relegated to the realm of conspiracy theory, where you go like, well, mm-hmm. you don't know because it's not out in the mainstream media. Well, the good news is that people were loud enough about this particular topic that forced their hand into acting in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. They went, whoops, we tried to move the Overton window, and now we're moving it back. I always think right. of Rick yeah, Overton. That's the important part. <laughs> Whenever somebody brings up the Overton window, he's a comic from back in the day. I'm old. What can I say? Uh, anything else, Peakless? No, that's about it. Hey, thanks Just for the call, a man. Celebration. Celebration. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. Happy Bitcoin Pizza Day to you, sir. Uh, I just want to... Here's the word salad that the government uses. Uh, Jerkoff and Bootlick would lead an assessment through the Homeland Security Advisory Council that will focus on answering two pivotal questions. How DHS can, and this is quotes, appropriately address disinformation that poses a threat to our country while protecting free speech, civil rights, civil liberties, and privacy, and how it can achieve greater transparency and increase trust. Propaganda. Wow. What yeah. did did they actually say anything there? Like, yeah. what does that even mean to anybody? The word salad. 
It's a, it's a word salad. They're going to create propaganda in such a way that people believe the propaganda. That's the two goals. That is an accurate translation, yeah. I, I believe. Putin bad, Putin bad. I would like to just talk about the word disinformation for a second. Or even misinformation and disinformation. Those are two different words. They have slightly different meanings depending on which article you're reading and which who wrote dictionary it. And which reading. dictionary you're using, whatever. There, there's no such thing as either one of those, in, in my opinion. Misinformation, disinformation, uh, used in the context of like, oh no, that guy's spreading misinformation. That guy's spreading disinformation. Like, there's only information, right? And I'm paraphrasing. Uh, I think Naomi Wolf here. There's only information, and then guess what? You as a human being have a mind, a brain, if you will, that takes in information and makes decisions as to which information you believe or don't believe is accurate and good information, and then you either act or don't act upon that information. And the problem is that the vast majority of people go through the public school system. They're not equipped to evaluate information in that way. It comes from the government. It's gospel. It's fact. It's good. It's accurate. It's truth. And they will act in that manner. Right. So... The problem, of course, is not misinformation or disinformation. It's that people have been brainwashed. Yes. By? The government. The Ministry of Truth. (laughs) The OG Ministry of Truth public schooling. Coming up next, is it okay to take down your Ukrainian decorations now that it's monkeypox season? 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Hour number three is next. impersonated the guy that's here yes from last week from last week. yeah we are time traveling <laughs> how bizarre yeah. 603-283-6160 that's the telephone number here at free talk live you can also find us over at freetalklive.com i don't know why you'd want to watch but there's some cameras rolling video.freetalklive.com uh, we do stream live every night so uh, that kind of a thing. So there might be a slight delay on the video feed. Florida man is watching. It's it's true. In the studio, it's myself, the captain, Steve Classic, and Rich Rich. Uh, yeah. We were talking about well, Peakless Mountaineer, uh, another co-host here. He had called in to talk about uh, you know Bitcoin Pizza Day, but then also talk about uh, uh, this. Uh, what, what's her name? Janky bitch. Jankowitz? Uh, yeah, but her, Jamie, no. Uh, Nina? Her, Nina, yes. Nina Jankiewicz, uh, who has been ousted as the leader of uh, the Ministry of Truth. Well, her videos are creepy. This whole, I mean, government She's itself is creepy. One. Just creepy. Government itself is creepy. If you, you know, like, just <laughs> set aside all your preconceived notions about what it is and what it's supposed to do and observe it in, like, with, with new eyes. And you're like, this is a horrible idea. It's a cult. Like if somebody came to you and was like, "Hey, I got an idea. This is how we're gonna run things," and you're like, "No, that's a horrible idea. Why would we? Why would anybody ever agree to do that?" Even her being creepy could be in itself a misdirection. True. Right. right. The whole we, thing is disinformation. We know that the people are gonna turn on her because she's weird and creepy. So we'll put her out there first, scale and get her rid back, of her, and put and, these two guys right. in. Right. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Uh, so we can talk more about that or any of the other things we've talked about. But first, let's go to the phones and the phone. We've got Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Sarah. Sarah. Yes, I just want to bring up. Um, are you with me? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Go with us. So we are supposed to be getting like $250. We are. Um, when are we getting no, this I money? Mean, are the Chinooks dropping that from uh, from the sky? No, for people resident of New Mexico, it's a gift from our governor. A to gift? Help us out. <laughs> from the governor? Wait, your governor makes enough money to give everybody in New Mexico $250? He took 500 well, from the family, first. You might, call, you might get about 1500 a, th- like it, a like gift from your month? governor? Are you sure the money's coming from the governor and not somewhere else? Because I don't think governors make that much money. Well, the thing is that it's he a, signed a bill. state fund or it's a bill that uh, allocates the money that would get distributed to people that... All right, but where does the money come here? from? It's not really her, her personal account, but it's her state account or right. federal account. Okay, where does that money? Know. where does that money come from? I guess all the people that, that all, I guess it comes from all the people that live in this country. I guess and and by but whatever that got left over from war, you know, whatever whatever left we over from war? war spending by by what means yeah, do they collect this spending, money? Yes. By what means do they collect this money, Sarah? Well, I don't know. I mean, don't we get some kind of a state budget? But she's making sure that. Okay. Everybody in New Mexico gets some of this funding. Sarah, let me rephrase so the question. Just... Let me rephrase the question. Let me lead you with the question. Yes, yes. Uh, when, what do they call it when government acquires money from people? What's that called? Ooh, ooh. Richie, Richie. Well, I, I guess it's taxes. Yes, very good. So, so the governor yes. is not gifting anybody anything. The governor is first taking away a bunch of money from everybody else in New Mexico and then turning around. Now, they're going to keep a big hefty chunk of it for themselves. 10% for the big guy. And, and ten, or more. <laughs> and then they're going to turn around and give 250 bucks, maybe as many times as, what, two or three times, I think you said. So I just want to be clear yeah, maybe, about uh, where the money's coming from. It's not coming from the governor. It's coming from the taxpayers in New Mexico. It's gas money at this right? point. Right. So what's 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 so bad about that? What's getting our taxes back when we need it? Because our inflation has gone well, up. Well, why should our they gases- take them in the first place? If they want to give everybody a gift, why don't they just say, "Hey, guess what? This year, you ain't got to pay no taxes." There's a gift. Well, I mean, that's the way that the system has been established. It's it's been. Uh, it doesn't make it it's right. Always been taking the taxes, and we we should get some of it back. It's and been dumb from the beginning. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it proper. You don't take stuff from other people and then keep a hefty chunk of it for yourself and then turn around and give it to everybody else and and hope that they go, oh, thank you, benevolent overlords. Nice gift. One of the interesting things that comes up, especially now with the whole like baby formula thing, was that in order to increase you know increase the supply, right? The government's going to be benevolent and lift regulations, right? Wow. Like we're going to allow imports to come in now that previously weren't. Or you know another example is like the Jones Act, right? When shipping has issues, they go like, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna pause the Jones Act for a second and allow things to flow more smoothly." 
Like or a temporary gasoline tax? Yeah. Why temporary? Right. But, but then they put it back into place. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, they're it's admitting. clearly beneficial. Yeah. They're admitting that they are preventing things from running smoothly, right? Going well and otherwise hindering the flow of the economy. At least in Sarah's case, where she's talking about this two hundred and fifty these checks right. that they're getting in in New Mexico from the governor. If it's so good, just don't tax it to begin with. And then you don't have extra steps. All right, so Sarah, you're going to get some $250 checks. Then what? Well, I, I do not know for sure because I'm on SSI disability. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm excluded or I'm included with the 252 times or not. But I, I'm not so concerned about it. I I, I do well. I'm, I'm living okay. But, um, but, but it's a big deal to people that don't get a lot of money. That you know that really need this, so they're they're waiting to see. Um, but but I'm very grateful because a lot of times that you know they take the I mean they take our tax money. We don't get nothing back at all from anybody. But if we, if we get something back because our governor you know funnels some money towards us, I mean I'm very grateful. Here's, here's the going to get my phone. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, slaves are always happy when the master gives them a a nice you know chunk of something that they didn't get before, right? Some new clothes or yeah. something like that. Slaves are always grateful for that here's, kind of stuff. Here's the secret: they took more than they're giving back. Yeah. You you would have more, more if they didn't take in the first place. Well, the governor's going to be get, that much better off. She hey, said thanks the governor, for the call. Sarah. The governor's going to get her you. vote. The governor's going to get her vote. Oh yeah, said, definitely. Yeah. Governor's going to get yeah. her vote. She is right. more than happy right. uh, to have the the dictator, the master, if you will, of her particular plantation uh, in the state of New Mexico. That is. Uh, for the the masters there to you know kick her down a little little chunk of the profits that they've made off of her. Right. There's, there's there's a quote. It says like take it surreptitiously, give it back flamboyantly. Yes, or something to that. Yeah, effect. I, ah. yeah, yeah. That's that's an excellent excellent thing. Uh, let's move right along to Bambi calling from Florida. Bambi, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey. What's on your mind? Um. Well, I just a local. Oh, she's breaking up a little bit. Bambi, your signal's breaking up. Can you, uh, I don't know, move around the room and, I don't know, lift one yeah. leg in the air or something? How <laughs> <laughs> did Bambi become a female name after the movie, by the way? I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but I hate Disney, so don't, don't, don't Sorry. bring me in with them. All right, we can hear you now. <laughs> Go ahead and, and start over. Okay, um... I got a local call from a Libertarian Party meetup today in my home county, which is just north of Panama City, very rural, remote, North Florida area. Yep. And um, it kind of inspired me a little bit to see that there were more Libertarians in our area looking to meet up. And I know you guys don't just love Florida, but um, we are very free here compared to some parts of the country. That's true, right. actually. Uh, Florida and New Hampshire, depending on which magazine neck neck. Is, is rating us, like it, it'll often like flip between, like, one year Florida will be the number one, the next year New Hampshire, the next year Florida, next year but New guess Hampshire. guess who's winning this year? It, well, it's New Hampshire this year. But but Florida and New Hampshire, generally speaking, number one, number two in you know freedom, civil liberties, that type of a thing. And, and I homeschool. And so like nice. the freedom to homeschool here is so wonderful. We, we just have so much flexibility, oh, and it's just... Awesome. Hey, Bambi, can you hang on? Because uh, we have to do a thing, but we want you to finish your thought. Can you stand by? Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right, hang on. Coming up next, Matt Damon makes a new commercial apologizing for people telling 
for, for him telling the people to buy crypto. <laughs> Matt it doesn't Damon. Make sense. It doesn't make sense. More Free Talk Live coming up. Very feline of you. That, but that's still. The, that, that is the best cue right there. It is free talk live. I wasn't going to let him ruin it. The telephone number six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Again, six zero three two eight three six one six zero. And I got to dial letters. O. Well, O means zero. Oh, if you're case. calling from a rotary phone, press two. <laughs> To introduce the hosts, press one. Beep. It's the captain. Steve Classic. Rich E. Rich. To repeat this menu, press five. Boop. It's the captain. Steve Classic. Rich E. Rich. All right, enough tomfoolery. Uh, we were talking. Wait, Tom Foolery's on the line? <laughs> no. Oh. Actually, we were speaking with Bambi in uh, somewhere near Panama City, Florida. Uh, and we, she had mentioned that uh, you know Florida and New Hampshire uh, are generally regarded as the two most free states in the United States. And the, the thing about New Hampshire, though, is we don't have Florida men. So there's there's that. <laughs> yeah, you don't ever. Oh, no, Florida read, man is up here. He's got an apartment. You don't ever read in the newspapers like a New Hampshire man, and then something weird following <laughs> that. <right? laughs> or at least not as often. Anyway, Bambi. You were telling us uh, homeschooling. The homeschooling. Continue. Yeah. Well, um, you know, first of all, I grew up in the number one marijuana growing county of the United States back in the nineties. So we were we were a product of the Humboldt world County, drugs, and I was I, I was Holmes County. I was part of the smoke free class of two thousand, and there in the late nineties, we were the number one marijuana producer in the U.S. Nice. So um, we we had a lot of that growing up, the indoctrination, war on drugs, signing all these things in the fourth grade that we were never going to smoke and all this stuff. So anyway, yeah. I look back on that and see now. I'm a know. proud D.A.R.E. graduate. But, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a homeschool mom now. I have three boys. And it's just funny to see their personalities develop. And um, I was born a rebel. I always tell my husband I was born this way. And I switched to the Libertarian Party about 10 or 15 years ago. But um, I have one son who is firstborn more of a rule follower, and then I have two other boys who are born rebels. And so how do you guys sway the person who thinks that they need the structure and the rules to libertarianism? Uh, uh, for, for those people, you know, like just, just philosophy, some people just gravitate toward there's, the, the structure. Yeah. There's nothing wrong Even with from rules. A young age. Right. That's that's part of it for me. Like people are like you're the anarchist. I thought you don't like rules. No, I like rules. <laughs> I like rules when I've agreed to them. I don't right. like I don't like rulers. Right. Rules for me, not rules for other people. Right. So yes, there's so there's nothing wrong with structure. Is if if that's what they want and they're agreeing to that structure, right? Who cares? It's voluntary. But if it's imposed right. on them, 
right? Like you must yeah. follow these rules. Then that's where I would probably take it. Yeah, like uh, you sound like uh, you might be familiar with a word uh, that public schools use, used to use, sometimes still do use, and that's truancy. Uh, pu- yes. <laughs> public schools used to, and some still do, employ truancy officers. They probably call them a different word these days, but they're basically there to, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't show up for school, uh, they go and find the parents, hunt them down, and be like, you should be sending your kid to school, and if you don't, we will do things to you until you do. And uh, so that's, right. you know, that's where that comes from. That is compulsory schooling. Uh, that is that it, you are compelled to send your kids to a state institution uh, where they do Lord knows what to your children. And there are some homeschool kids who may want that structure. Right? Like, I want to go to right. school and it should oh, be, you know. Well, he doesn't want that structure necessarily. Okay. It's just funny because he notices things like the speed limit. Now, our school, we're, we are free schoolers, unschoolers, nice. farm schoolers. You know, we have a farm and, and that sort of thing. And so the boys all, they're like hands-on learners and we do yeah. very little bookwork. Um, so it's not necessarily the school or like the work regimen. It's just life in general. Like he sees rules posted somewhere. You know, somebody says don't chew gum at the ballpark because it's turf field. He's going to follow that rule. Like he's just a natural born rule follower which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just funny to observe it from a mother's perspective yeah. on kids, you like, know, um, a personality type. One of the, like, I'm going to say, important life lessons that I learned was uh, if you have the rules up front, right, and then you enter the game, you, you obligate yourself to play that game by the rules. And if you choose not to play by the rules, you ought to choose a different game. Right. So there are some members of the, you know, libertarian community that want to get into the game of politics. Yes. But they say, like, well, if we lose, I'm not going to follow those rules. And I would say, well, then don't enter that game. Right. If you're not going to abide by the rules when you lose, you ought not compel people to abide by the rules if you win, which is rare as a libertarian. Right. But if you're not, if you're going to break the rules, just stay out of the game. Like, that's not the game for you. Well, and, and yeah. of course, when you enter into the political game, one must realize if, you know, and I'm not talking about you specifically, Bambi, I'm talking to listeners in general, uh, one must realize that they are the ones who make the rules and they like to change them, yeah. uh, particularly if you're abiding by them, they like to change them on you right. uh, just because they can. Right. So, so if you yeah. enter a private, you know, institution like you know, the store or the ballpark or whatever, and it says don't chew gum, right? You ought to follow that rule because you're entering there voluntarily. Right. But I did not yeah. agree to the speed limit, right? I just, I'm just a traveler. Right. And as such, yeah. since I didn't agree, I'm not obligated to abide by that rule. I can I? Yeah, yes, I can drive under the speed limit. Go ahead, Bambi. Yeah, we've, we've got a cop that sits down the road from our house and um, we drive about 30 minutes to baseball practice. And so he had like, trailed us one night with his lights turned out and I was sitting in the back seat my older son was sitting in the front with my husband and he pulled us over and we didn't even know he was behind us because he had his lights off and um so then That's I was a road pirate. my purse to find <laughs> oh, yeah. he sucks Barney Fife we call him <laughs> but um we see him almost every day but he got us that night it was a Friday night and it was late and fortunately my husband was not speeding because we are used to that area mm-hmm. you know being like trolled but um 
so the boys were all like, oh, my gosh, we got pulled over, you know. And so I'm scrambling to find my proof of insurance. And we had moved. And so my insurance wasn't the same on my license. But my husband had, he's more of a rule follower. He had went ahead and updated his license and such. And so anyway, he said our tag light was out. And it just, oh, it burned me up. And um, yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't going to change the tag light. I was going to let him pull me over again. And so we were going, and my, my older son was like, oh, my gosh, why have you been changing the tag light? I'm like, yeah, let him pull me over again. <laughs> That's <laughs> the way to do it. Out, my husband had changed it for me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh. Like? But were... he is a little more rule follower than I am. I am well, a there were some activists here that had a problem with the headlight. And they said, what we're going to do is we're going to carry the headlight with us. And then when we get pulled over, right. we're going to ask the cop for help. Oh. If they're really to protect and serve, they'll help me change the light rather than ticket me Hey, Bambi, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Coming up next, experts confirm the likelihood of surviving the apocalypse is directly proportional to how many items you've purchased from conservative websites. More Free Talk Live coming up. <laughs> Yes, come on and listen to Free Talk Live. And we're back! (laughs) 603-283-6160 is the phone number. We got your calls and thoughts coming up. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Steve Classic. And Bridgie Rich. Uh, Free Talk Live's video archives have been on library for years. Uh, library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol. We're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it is really taking off. It's got over 100, no, I'm sorry, over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected, disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on covid the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so now we're streaming live every night, posting our video archives permanently. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel just by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, you can download the desktop app over at lbry.com. And then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. Visit video.freetalklive.com. Follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. I was pointing at you for the cough. There's a button to... You know. I thought I had the button. Oh, okay. It probably came through my mic. I, so if you have to, we'll make we'll both hit the cough button. I'm aware of the cough button. All right. Yeah. Just and check. usually... You, my finger turns a little white. And nobody can hear you. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Oh, your white knuckle in the cough button? All right, Steve, that's that's bad radio. Stop that. Stop yes, it. I white knuckle it just to make sure, because the old button, you <laughs> have to press even harder. You're a good man. Uh, so if it came through, I apologize. So, aye, aye, are, aye. are we back? It's off the, We're back. Right, it's so off the rails. It's <laughs> like Amtrak. Oh, what are we doing here? Oh, we're free talk live. What do we do here? Uh, we Oh, we take calls. We take calls. Let's go. Let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on free talk live. Yellow. Yellow. Hey, uh, you, you you called last night and you mentioned something about uh, uh, it being your son's birthday. Oh, and, we covered that at the top of the show And already. that kind of a thing. So, yeah, go ahead, David. 
Yeah, so today is my son's birthday, um, and it's his 18th birthday. Happy birthday and to you, the junior oh, Olson, we, the other David Olson. Yes, we, we, we will, viol- we, we will uh, violate a direct court order and uh, go in and make an intentional court, contempt of court here momentarily when I address uh, my son directly. I was telling you that uh, a series of judges, including uh, Judge Angela Jewell to be the first, uh, followed by Judge uh, M. Monica Zamora to be the second, and Judge John J. Romero Jr. to be the third, um, issued and maintained an order of no contact uh, between myself and my children uh, for the pendency of the of the uh, the court case, which is still pending. It's still right. going on. Wait, and, so now he's and, an adult, and you still can't contact him? Well, like it's well just technically, that's, that's, that is. That is how that is how I would interpret the order because the ju- the, the the order the, the he's still my son mm-hmm. he's still a uh, technically a uh, well he's an adult but he's still my son he's still under the jurisdiction of the court the order is still in effect the order says nothing about when he turns eighteen it just says there shall be no contact uh, between my uh, myself and my children wow. and it's never been rescinded and so um, and and I was telling you that I was fined in today's dollars five hundred dollars. Uh, in 2011, approximately, well, it might have been 20, 2009. In about 2009, I was fi- fined uh, in contempt of court uh, two, $500 because when my children were one and two, literally, um, I, and I had uh, been uh, not seen them, uh, been separated from them, I typed onto my Facebook post, uh, uh, David, I love you, Paisley, I love you. Uh, that was the that was the extent of it, and my ex uh, saw that online, took it to the judge, and the judge uh, held me in contempt of court and fined me in today's dollars that's five hundred so, bucks. That's such uh, horse hockey. I, I want to use better, stronger words to make your point for you, but yeah, that's uh, that's insane. That a Facebook post could be construed as violating a no contact order. Well, if you really want to violate yeah. it, now send them a friend request. Let them take it to court. I'm like he's an adult now. Let them make a ruling. Force the well, force we're going to do that. Head. We're going to do that. We're, we're going to do that right now on live national radio. Right, we are going it. to violate violate that order. And uh, so let me go into Darth Vader mode. Uh, Luke, I mean David, David, this is your father. Yoda. Oh, you know Yoda. Um, yeah, they're all kind of the same. Uh, you actually kind of sounded more like a, more like a Wookiee, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, they all sound the same, it. including uh, Pee Wee Herman, Fozzie Bear. Uh, who else? Uh-huh. They all have that same voice. Yeah. Hello there, Kermit the Frog. Yep. Kermit. Yeah. All right, so, go ahead. Anyway, With your, your message my, my to son, your son. Yeah, my well, my son's name is David. Hi, David. How you doing? Haven't seen you in a in a minute. Um, today's your birthday. Happy birthday. And uh, you may or may not know, and I'm presuming you don't know, I'm presuming you've been told all kinds of lies and not given any uh, truthful information, um, but there's been a no-contact order uh, between uh, myself and you for the last uh, however many uh, teens of years, and I'm going to violate that order right now intentionally. You know, happy birthday, David. So, therefore, there, I, bro- I violated the order, and uh, Judge Angela Jewell, who wrote the order originally, she's, uh, I believe, retired. John J. J. Uh, J. Romero Jr. may be, be retired, and he was handling the case last, but somebody has taken the case for him. And so whatever judge that is, I just violated your court order, and I triple-dog dare you to do anything about it. And Hector, Ball, uh, Hector um, Balderas, or Bald Hairless, if you look at his picture, nice. is the is the uh, attorney general of the state of New Mexico, the highest law enforcement officer in the state. And Hector Balderas, I triple-dog dare you 
to hold me in contempt of court for violating that order of no contact, which I just did on national radio, you jerk. Hey, David, we appreciate you doing this act of civil disobedience live on the program tonight. We wish you the best and happy birthday to your boy, David. Commentary? I already said happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's on, cool. Just, you know, throwing it right in their face on live radio. That's yeah. great. Well, okay. Yes. But it would, you know, if you really wanted but to. But you do already it, said it, the happy birthday. Not that. But call the boy, right? Really? Well, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought he was going to yeah. do I thought he was going to have like a speed dial. Oh, or do like, like a, a three way call. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that would have been cool, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, still, just even saying hello over, you know, radio airwaves, I think, uh, you know, in the spirit of civil disobedience is. It's pretty cool. Happy to yeah. participate in that kind of a thing here on Free Talk Live. I'm always down with the civ dis. <laughs> yeah, the kids are calling. But but the things. but the the thing with being 18 years old, that 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 person is an adult, right? I'm assuming that like what you can never talk to this person. I'm ever? assuming that that as junior can talk to the... dad or, com- or or initiate the communication. But I don't know that. I don't know what the court order actually reads. I don't know how the judges would interpret that. Different judges may interpret it differently. He would have to ignore it because he's not allowed to contact, right? Shall have no contact. Right. Right. And that's why I'm saying, like, if there's if there's no age limit on that, then it's pro- well, it's probably still in effect because you can have no contact order between adults. It's not like it magically right, right. disappears. You know, it's 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 whether or not the son wants contact. Right. Could he go in and, you know, request like could the son file as a, an, an affidavit or a motion or whatever those things are called to have that order on him rescinded so that he can contact his dad? So I'm just wondering now, like, let's say there was a no contact order issued against the father, but like the the son had no idea that, you know, some other guy was his father or whatever. And right. then turns 18 and then mom's like, hey, I got to tell you a thing. And he finds out. And so he goes on a quest to find his bio dad. Right. And then shows up at his door. And, you know, the bio dad opens the door. Who the heck are you? Like, oh, hey, I'm your son. Now, has he violated the no contact order? Uh, I would say he has not violated it until the son (laughs) says, like, I am your son. And then he would be, you know, I would assume he would be required to remove himself from that situation. Like, sorry, kid, can't talk to you. Court order. Family court is one of the most heinous, vile, despicable organizations, even within Uh, government itself as despicable and vile as government is family court operates on a whole different set of rules than the rest of the court system does and that is to say that generally speaking families lose and attorneys win is how it plays out in family court most of the time will steve classic do a bit at the next break coming up next 603-283-6160 more free talk live is coming up Harmonicious. Harmonizers? Har- that sounds bad. Har- harmonization? 
You know what he is, don't Background you? vocalist. He's a harmonizer. <laughs> don't want to go near that guy. I'll call him Mr. H3000. I don't trust there. anyone whose thing starts with harm. Starts to drink and then harmonizes all night. <laughs> this is Free Talk Live. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Richie Rich. And before we go on with the show, I want to say thank you to Bonnie Nestat. Bonnie is a gold-level amplifier. Uh, which means she gives way more than five bucks a month. Uh, we have different levels, silver, gold, platinum. So I believe she gives uh, 10 bucks a month uh, to us for the AMPS program. What is the AMPS program? Well, AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. What do you need to do to become an amplifier? Well, you go over to amps.freetalklive.com, and you can see the different levels of contribution that you can make. Where does the money go? The money goes to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live, the radio show that you're listening to right now, and get us onto more radio stations. We're currently on around 200 or so radio stations. We could be on 250. We could be on 300. 350 is not out of the question. All of the radio stations. It's all up to you. Uh, If you like the hosts, you like the content, you enjoy this program, you get value out of it, please consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Bonnie Nestat, for being an amplifier. We appreciate you. Mostly, if you think it's a good medium to spread the message of freedom and liberty and peace and prosperity, right? Yes. You're not not going to do it alone, but we have a wider voice. Yes. So make it wider. Agreed. Uh, Moving right along to your calls and thoughts, let's go to Jack in Ocean Shores. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I was actually calling about a business opportunity. Uh, Multi-level marketing? No, a new sitcom. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wait, a sitcom live. where uh, a Jesus, bunch of a bunch no of people Jesus, sit around Sarah. on a radio show? and New Mexico. It's a sitcom. I mean, David and Sarah from New Mexico, mm-hmm. it's like a mini-series, like listening to their lives and stuff on this show, because I listen every day. <laughs> okay. So it's just... I would love to. I mean, that would be a great oh, video. Oh, I know what you call it. Alba Quirky. 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 Q-U-I-R-K-Y. Yeah, David running around complaining about the judges, Romero Jr. And Sarah being a communist capitalist. Buying the vote. Having trouble crossing the street. Richard's yelling at them both, Hey, wait a minute, you guys. I gotta get on Free Talk Live and talk about this light. Pritchard's <laughs> coming back from Ukraine, yeah, all PTSD. I, I, I want to talk about Odyssey. Um, yeah, I, one of my favorite albums, or I guess musical performances, is Nirvana Live Unplugged MTV back in whenever. Yep, I've been listening to it on you know for quite a few years. I've been on YouTube, and you know it breaks it up. It doesn't have like the conversations between. So last night I played Odyssey played the whole thing through. Anybody listening can test it. No commercials. All the conversations between songs. It was amazing. Anybody can check that out right now or choose their favorite artist and go and do it. If you're looking to add to your depression. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, Jack. We appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) Odyssey is an amazing uh, piece of technology, and uh, I wish those guys the best. They do great work. If you're not familiar, go Odyssey. Is it, uh, and it's spelled weird, uh, O-D-Y-S-E-E uh, is how you spell it. Uh, it is a great, great thing, and I hope it continues moving forward. 
and replaces YouTube because YouTube sucks. Hootube? Yeah, YouTube. YouTube was pretty good. It was my go-to thing before on the internet. Bought by Google. Yeah, it was the yeah only before thing. The, before the don't be evil people bought it and yeah. decided to be evil with it. So, uh, moving right along, let's go to Herbert in Florida. Herbert, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, there, gentlemen. Hey, Herbert, what's on your mind? All right, so listen, I am a book author. Okay. okay. And uh, I wrote a book back in 2017, and I got it uploaded to uh, Amazon, and I got it uploaded to uh, Barnes and Noble. Okay. And the book has been selling. Uh, it's actually being taught by colleges and universities all over the world. What's it called? Uh, it's, it's called Literary Documentation, Book One, Stuck on the Outside, okay. My Personal Quest to become an integral part of the American dream. I am the Herbert Eric Stevens that invented the GPS that's in your car. So I wrote the oh, book nice that you. Silicon... Yeah, um, thank you. I'm the guy who uh, wrote the book that Silicon Valley never wanted out, so they've been trying to squash the book. The problem is, is, is that uh, I went to LinkedIn when I had it in manuscript format, and I knew one lady, and I asked if I could contact, like, some of her people, and she said, yeah. And uh, the way I knew her was uh, her, her son and my son used to be on the same basketball team, and her husband was the president of a major pharmaceutical company in America. Okay. And I got 168 people who said, sure, you can send us a chapter of the book. I said, yeah, I want to get some pre-release exposure and see what you think. In five days. I got 580,000 hits. Wow. And I, and I said, I think I wrote me a book. So I then took 50 of the 168, and I said, can I send you a second chapter? And they said, yeah, yeah, send it. So I sent them chapter number five. Now, chapter three that I sent out was on the GPS. And in that chapter, it chronicles how I went to the office of then-sitting Senator Jay Rockefeller, where they actually took the technology away from me by threat, and they shipped it westward to this up-and-coming computer guy by the name of Bill Gates. So when I sent out wow. Chapter 5, in three hours, I actually got uh, 397,000 more hits, and I said, oh, I have written me a book. So they had asked Warren Buffett, they said, hey, Warren, how come you never invested with Jeff Bezos and Amazon? And he literally said, to be honest with you, concerning Mr. Bezos, I didn't think you could make that kind of money selling books. And guess what, gentlemen? You can't. But you can freaking steal that kind of money selling books. Okay? And selling other household so, goods. Yeah. Yeah, right? Tons of other right, products. Right? Oh, yeah. So my book comes out, and uh, I've got over 200 documents in the book. The book was submitted for a Pulitzer. Uh, it's been out for 49 months, and I have not received one dime. How many months? One dime. 49. I, have not re I haven't received one dime in book royalties, and I am owed, gentlemen, north of $50 million. Now, I know uh, from just having done stuff like this uh, with music, uh, you know, if I want digital distribution or if I upload music to a site, uh, there's usually some sort of an interface 
that you can see like how well your particular like song or album or something did. Is that similar for books where there's an interface like for Amazon or Barnes and Noble where you oh, can they have they have listen, they have dashboards and what have you, but right. the problem here's but see here's the problem. They can do with these algorithms whatever the heck they want to do, right? However, in the case of Barnes & Noble, for example, they have a different barcode that's on the back of their book. And the barcode that they have is that square one that looks like somebody threw splat on the wall. QR okay? codes. Mm. Yeah, yep. Congress passed a law. And the law they passed is if that particular barcode is on a book, you must tell which printing the book is, where the location is, and what the quantity is that you print it in this book. Right. So I call up Barnes & Noble and I said, hey, man, where are my freaking royalties? And they said, well, Mr. Stevens, you've only sold two books. And I said, well, that's funny. I said, because the book's been out for a month, and I personally purchased three copies because I wanted to see how it would be received via mail and postage and what have you, and how my customers would get the book. Yeah. Wouldn't, said, wouldn't this be something to take up with, like, the publisher or the printing house? Well, here's the thing. So you call the printing you call the printing house, which is Ingram Press, and Ingram says, "Well, hey, Mr. Stevens, we're printing these books by the freaking boatload, but the problem is, is is we can't give you the information because our contract is with Barnes and Noble." But listen to this: on the back of the book, it literally showed that I was holding one copy where they had printed 363 in that particular run. And today they're up to printing them in batches of twelve hundred and fifty. Hey Herbert, thank you for yeah. the call. Uh, please, if you want to keep us updated on this, please call again, seven to ten p.m. Eastern Time, seven days a week. We'd love to hear more about this. We're out of time for tonight. Thanks and peace.